welcome back to the MSG podcast. It's your co-host Kelly and today we're actually going to have a very special episode. This is going to be Lily's solo episode. <laughs> so I'm gonna sign off real quick and let her take over. So yeah, thank you Kelly for that introduction. I'm honestly so nervous right now that I am very much in fear of stumbling. But yeah, today's episode will be my solo interlude of the season for the MSG podcast. So hello, my name is Lily, and today I will be sharing my miscellaneous shower guidelines. <laughs> but before I dive into the craziness of it all, I would just like to give a heads up to all of our listeners out there to say that this episode is one, going to be super random, and two, without structure. And the reason why I had chosen to share my random thoughts is because I feel like if I had taken the time to think about these things in the shower, it means it's somewhat of importance, right? Because I think a lot in the shower, and sometimes my showers go for pretty long. So yeah, here are my miscellaneous shower guidelines. Oh, but just to be clear, I'm not going to tell you how to shower, but the thoughts that I've had in the shower. So if, if you've clicked on this episode to learn how to shower... You're definitely listening to the wrong podcast. Anyways. (laughs) Wow, you guys are really going to get a perspective of who I am today, huh? How exciting. But yes, the first miscellaneous shower guideline is about regular soju supremacy. I would just like to say that soju is not actually soju. That's just a name for the alcohol, guys. Soju is actually vodka, meaning that when we drink flavored soju, it's essentially just flavored Amsterdam. So if you are looking to not get a extreme hangover the next day from drinking, um, I would recommend regular soju because a lot of the sugars within the flavored sojus is what gets you to be hungover the next day. Moving on to the next one is, okay, don't laugh. This is a serious concern of mine. I'm not even kidding. Is that sometimes I wonder if I'll ever be able to get in a relationship again just because I know how to entertain and like quote unquote play on my well on my own very well versus at other times I'm just so bored and like lonely to the point where I wonder if I'll ever find someone I really love because I just can't seem to find my person. And the reason why I've had this thought is because Sometimes I feel like I've just fallen down the spectrum of being so comfortable with my singleness and being myself to the point where it's kind of an awkward concept of thinking of letting a significant other into my life again. And I think this goes back to our more single guidelines episode where we talked where Kelly had mentioned that being single does not mean you're invalidated, but it means that it's being you. So, yeah, that's that's just a realization that I've had over over the weeks especially as i've been going through my midlife crisis (laughs) and so the third one third miscellaneous guideline it's just seriously a random thought like i told you guys there's no structure to this there's really no a b c d order to this so yeah it's the fact that i say damn a lot and the reason i say damn is because i feel like it just sums up my every emotion perfectly it's just a matter of how you how you say it? Kelly's taking a snapshot of me. I feel so awkward right now. <laughs> oh, it's a photo. Sorry, guys, for promotional purposes. <laughs> oh, 
but yeah like like right now like i'm nervous right so i'll be like damn <laughs> or like i'm sad damn or like i'm baffled damn <laughs> like when something is cool damn <laughs> so yeah i could damn near be my middle name based on how frequently i use the term number four commuter life tips and the reason i bring this up is because i'm a commuter myself and whether you are um commuting to work or school i think it's really important to be prepared uh so the first tip i would have is to always bring snacks and water just because you never know how your schedule is going to fluctuate throughout the day and so it's better to be prepared than not and if you do live in the bay i would recommend bringing an extra pair of clothes just mainly like a t-shirt and a hoodie especially with how weird california weather is because it's usually so cold in the morning but so hot during the day and especially as summer hits it's um the weather is probably going to mess with a lot of our health so please don't get sick (laughs) bring a hoodie for the mornings the third one always leave for school an extra 10 minutes before because that shit will literally save you from looking like an idiot in public (laughs) like during the days that I'm a little bit late to class, I be speed walking my ass. <laughs> that shit is so embarrassing. So yeah, you never know how bad traffic is going to be because you don't know when people are going to be getting in car accidents and stuff like that. So just be prepared. And if anyone out there is commuting, I feel your pain. Obviously, my commute time could be worse, but it's still hard nonetheless because we have to wake up early and sleep early in order to maintain a healthy lifestyle. So, yeah, these are my commuter life tips. The next one. It's a it's a really conflicting shower thought that I've had. And maybe I'm only having this thought because I'm going through a midlife crisis in a way. But um, it's that even though I'm really scared of heights, I still want to go skydiving. Yeah, and this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while, but obviously the opportunity just hasn't come up yet, but it's also because of my rancid fear of heights. Like, Drop Tower, I've only rode it once. Yeah, and I've never gotten near that shit again. (laughs) My mom, oh my gosh, especially because like my mom used to read like a bunch of articles when we were young and she would tell us every single one. And so, like, every time I would go to, like, an amusement park, she would be like, Lily, be careful. Always tie your hair when you're riding roller coasters because your head can fall off. (laughs) Your hair can get stuck. (laughs) Potentially, I could be in heaven. So, yeah, maybe that's why I have a rancid fear of heights. Oh, so the next one wow guys yeah so yeah this podcast is really without structure so (laughs) i hope it's entertaining i mean it could be confusing at times but at least i'm telling you what i'm going to talk about so yeah the second one is to the two different types of people and i actually saw this on tiktok um there's two different types of people when it comes to like sharing uh public forms of intimacy and the first one is that this person is ecstatic to share with the world their love life because they want to brag and share with the world um, this new positive aspect of life that they've just started 
as opposed to the second type of person where they're scared to share intimacy with the public in fear of how much it's going to hurt when and if things were to end and this just it's on tiktok it said that like it was the reasoning for this was because they feel like their pain might be others entertainment just because when it is on the public when it is publicized on public platforms like it's for everyone to see so obviously you're essentially just kind of tossing a topic for them to talk about in a way and i think that's why like there's like these two different types of people on different ends of a spectrum but the reason why i bring this up is because i actually began to think of this like with my grandmother passing in the beginning i really had a hard time physically putting into words that she had passed and that she's no longer with us here um and that made me realize that maybe i'm the second type of person um, on the spectrum because i was scared to share with the public that she had passed because it's such a big part of my life and because it's such an influential aspect to which i am still being affected by i think it makes me more mm, hesitant in a way because one i wasn't ready to hear even condolences in the beginning to be honest because i wasn't ready to accept this new reality but that's usually what happens during the early stages of grief which i actually will be going into um so that lucky number seven it's actually about grief and when i was thinking of what to talk about for my solo episode i was really debating on whether i wanted to make this episode about grief solely about grief or more so just like a combination of a bunch of different things i think of in the shower but in order to lighten the atmosphere, lighten the mood up a bit, I decided to make it miscellaneous shower guidelines because I don't want to just throw something such so heavy on you guys without any reassurance in a way. The first tip I would have for grieving is to never invalidate your feelings of sorrow. It's okay to mourn the now gone physical presence of the person who has left, but I would say um, not to mourn over the fact that they're dead because as a Christian, and I'm sorry to bring religion into this, but because this is my story and the way that I'm sharing this lesson is through my storytelling, it's just going to be a part of what I'm saying. But as a Christian, I believe that she's in a better place now where there's no sickness and pain, especially because she did suffer from a lot of illness. And so one of the biggest realizations I've had is that, yes, I'm sad that she's no longer in my life, but that doesn't mean that her influence and her beautiful aura isn't still like with me and a part of me. So yeah, please do not invalidate your feelings of sorrow because once you start to do that, you might end up in stages of denial and I think that's when um, shit really starts to hit the fan. I feel like uh, the phase of denial, like I've witnessed not only through this experience, but through other experiences of watching other people go through grief, is that once you enter the stage of denial, 
it's so hard for you to hop back onto this like who you are and your like your lifestyle it's so hard to get back on track so regardless of how difficult and how heartbreaking it might be to accept this new reality it's better for you to accept it now than later because it does become a lot harder and as much as i hate to say this it's better for you to just like accept it and move on you know because life goes on and the people who are alive need to go on with their lives and succeed in order to uplift the spirits that are now up in heaven so yeah Uh, And the second tip I would have for grief is to be wise about the environments you put yourself in or allow yourself in. Because during times when you're extremely sensitive, the milieu or which is like a person's social environment really is extremely important. Meaning that depending on who you surround yourself with is definitely going to impact the way that you accept this new reality that is a lot more harsh and a lot more scary than what you might be used to. So yeah, because grief takes a serious toll on everyone in different ways, I would definitely recommend for people to take as long as they need to recover and heal. And in terms of recovery, something that's helped me tremendously is writing in my diary. Um... I started to write my emotions during the peaks of when I would miss my grandmother. And it's not only helped me with letting myself be honest and vulnerable about how I feel in that moment or how the situation is affecting me, but it also helps to, it helps me to reassess myself. It's like when you're editing a paper, you go reread it to fix the errors, right? And that's essentially what I do is that I'll write in my diary and then maybe like a week or two later or even a couple of days later, I'll go back, read it, and I'll learn so much more about not only myself, but about life in general. And I'll actually be reading a little excerpt from my diary, but that'll be at the end. And before I say that, I would like to give a recommend- a song recommendation to anyone who listens to a lot of um a lot of music during times during the times when they're feeling down is the song Blessings by Laura Story. It actually came out in 2011 and I performed this song for church when I was younger. So it does have a special place in my heart, but I think the most mm, refreshing line to hear is was that it starts off as what if your blessings come through raindrops and what if your healings come through tears? What if thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? And uh, and that's literally just like the first lines of the song. I think it's just a real he- song of healing. And as, my, as cringe as this might sound, it did help me get through a time of hardship. So, yeah. So, now I will be reading an excerpt from my and hopefully this gives an idea into how to deal with grief it feels so weird to talk about her in the past tense but she was smart and she sure as hell made sure to let us know my grandmother kim kwangja chin is and was an extraordinary woman who has disciplined me for the better and i miss her 
but I know that this feeling of mourning for her is of selfish greed because she's in a better place. I feel like I'm so fixated on the fact that she's dead because of the fact that I miss her, ha miss having her in my life. But regardless of whether she was happy to be in our lives too, truth is that she was going through a lot of pain because that's what comes with old age. <laughs> Sorry, this is kind of cringe, but I just wanted to be happy and that's what she finally is. My grandma's happy and if she's happy, then I'm happy because when you truly love someone, regardless of whether their decision or what or what they do or what happens in life might not exactly be the way you want it to go it's best to respect it because you love them and if you love them it's unconditional and you respect them for everything that they do so yeah then i said um she raised me with love and love is what i'm going to use in order to get through these tough times good things come to those who wait and sometimes the biggest blessings come in disguise so at this point i think i'm just waiting for what's to come next and preparing myself for both the sun and the rain i'm grateful to grow and i'm happy to love and to be loved and i thank god for blessing my life in a way that could never have possibly been better mm, wow <laughs> That was quite intimate. I can't believe I just read that shit out fucking loud to the public. <laughs> but yeah, the reason why I'm sharing this is because I feel like the MSG community is just a really special part of my life. And through this community, I feel like I'm receiving a new sense of healing and reassurance. And being able to share this part of my life in order to positively impact others as well. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was basically the main segment of Miscellaneous Shower Guidelines. Which moves us on to the next one. Which is very random and very chill. It's the trends I never got into during my childhood. <laughs> And the first one is that I never got into tie-dye. And I know this was like a universal like love for everyone. But I just like don't like the pattern. I think it's just too much. Like apparently I cried as a kid when my mom put me in a tie-dye t-shirt. <laughs> and ever since then, she, she never really put me in patterns. Like she'll put me in like characters and stuff. But she never <laughs> put me in like a very prominent pattern ever since and i think that's why like i never got into like big patterns until college like my first year of college when i wore that jean top <laughs> that was seriously the start of my colorful era like <laughs> anyways the next one is ah oh, okay this isn't really this isn't really a trend i don't know why i put this but it says identity crisis for when my mom shaved my head <laughs> When I was a baby, I had, like, really little hair. And so a lot of parents actually do this where they'll shave their kids bald so that their hair grows out thicker. But honestly, mom, what made my hair grow are your prayers <laughs> not shaving my head <laughs> So... Yeah, apparently I looked in the mirror and I couldn't look at her straight for like a day. 
<laughs> nor could I look at myself for like the next month until I had a little bit of hair on my head. But yeah, the third one, the third trend that I never got into as a childhood, as a child during my childhood, that was, ew, sorry guys, is <laughs> Ask FM. And this was pretty a pretty big thing during middle school, but I don't, I just never understood people's obsessions with the app just because it was such a blatantly toxic and sort of a condescending platform. Like, who are you to comment on my life? <sighs> that reminds me, guys, on the way here today, I was commuting. <laughs> commuter life. I should have talked about this when I gave commuter life tips. But please always be on your toes when you're driving. Like, I was clearly in the lane. There's no way you didn't see me in my lane. How are you going to try to switch into my lane when I'm in? Don't threaten my life. Don't do that ever again, please. I was like uh, entering Milpitas. So I was on the highway. So yeah, if that was you, if that was your dad this morning, please tell him to be a better driver because he had tinted windows and I could still see his big ass head through the windows. <laughs> and I can say this because you put my life at risk, bitch. <laughs> but anyways, next trend I would like to go into that I actually really got into as a kid is the cup song from Bitch Burke. You bet I was a small-ass Asian girl playing with cubs during the middle of class, and especially during the middle of choir. I actually still have a video from those days where I'm just, like, playing with cubs in the group. And it's, like, the tempo is, like, speeding up, slowing down, speeding up, slowing down. But, yeah, I must admit that I was thriving in middle school. I, di- I refused to get into the trends that I believed were mean. <laughs> I kind of just stuck with the, the fun, silly ones. But also... In aspect to today, I would say that my greatest accomplishment is not getting into B-Real. I feel like I'm the only person of today that doesn't have that app. Like, because what I don't understand is if you get too lazy to go on Snapchat, why do you go on B-Real? And I'm not trying to be mean or anything. That's just like a shower thought that I've had, you know? (laughs) As I'm saying this, Kelly is literally taking her be real. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, moving on to finally our second to last shower guideline is, okay, this is more of a shower ick. But if you don't put a towel in front of the tub when showering or don't have a mat there to absorb whatever water splashes out, you, my friend, are practicing what is called a shower ick. Like... I don't know if this goes for everyone, but it's just a no for me, especially because when I get out of the shower, I tend to dry up outside of the shower, not inside the tub. So maybe that's why I especially need like a lot of towels. But do you want your bathroom to be musty? No. So just put a towel there. And especially girls with long hair, we be flipping that shit left and right. So water gets everywhere. So please don't practice the shower ick. Practice a healthy lifestyle. It'll save you money in the long run, too. So, yeah. Please put a towel in front of the tub when showering. (sighs) Wow, we're finally on our last shower guideline. But it's not really a guideline. It's more so just for myself, not for anyone else out 
there. If anyone has recommendations for restaurants or markets selling good Korean spicy marinated crab, like the raw ones, please let me know because it's my favorite Korean dish. Um, even though it's my least hot Korean dish, just because it's so hard to find here. But yeah, if anyone's mom is good at cooking spicy raw marinated crab, please let us know because we would love to purchase some if you guys are willing to share. <laughs> but yeah, I think that wraps up my episode for miscellaneous shower guidelines. I hope this interlude of the MSG podcast was entertaining in a way and if not entertaining reassuring the aspects of grief um, not everybody is going to be experiencing this phase right now but regardless of whether you are going through a breakup or you've lost someone um, through death I do seriously recommend taking the time to yourself to heal and to love yourself in order to um, in order to jump back really and become a better version of yourself because working on yourself doesn't benefit anyone else but you so don't push it off and just get straight into it because holding things off will only hurt you longer and extend that pain so yeah thank you for listening to the msg podcast this has been your co-host lily and next to me has been and yeah happy hump day and we'll see you guys next week